All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Saraha the Podcast. It's your co-host, Aboud. It's your co-host, Jose. And we're actually able to get our friend Ayham back. And for those of you who don't know, you know what? Why should I even say it? Ayham, introduce yourself. Bro. Yeah, honestly, well, let me do my own introduction. What is up, guys? Uh, my name is Ayam Ahmedi. I am a small content creator uh, from Georgia. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all social media shit. And yeah. That's the gist of it. <laughs> we got a TikTok guy here, huh? I'm a, I'm a TikTok kid, bro. Yeah, at first, honestly, like, I wasn't. But then knowing that, like, as a content creator, I had to, like, uh, evolve on different apps and shit. I just started doing shit on TikTok and started going well, you know? <laughs> nice. Um, the first question I want to ask is just how did how did it start? What, what made you start use? What made you decide to become a content creator? So as a as a content creator or like a TikToker? Let's let's start with like a as a content creator. What's the what's the backstory? Okay. So kind of like a little backstory. So like me and one of my best friends actually kinda uh started this whole idea together. Um me and my best friend were actually his name's Hassan Hassani. He's from Michigan. He's also Lebanese. Um we had like we always knew that we had like personalities and stuff, and especially when we're together, we're just like we're so weird and so funny and like we love traveling and, you know, we're best friends. We wanted to do an idea. The, our, our whole uh, thing about what kind of content we wanted to do was about two best friends traveling, right? So we this happened back probably, like, in, in September. And, like, we've had many discussions about it, but, like, we officially said, like, yo, let's let's start a YouTube. Uh, September of 2019. Yeah, sorry. September of 2019, we were like, yo, let's officially start start this, you know? And so from there, once we kind of did it, we actually um, did our first, we decided to do our first vlog, which is in Miami. Um, and we booked our trip and did all that. We uh, had an amazing time in Miami, um, did our vlog there. We went with a couple of friends and it turned out to be like an amazing first vlog. Um, and then kind of from there, it started to like upgrade more and stuff like that. And then um, we did our second vlog in New York around February. Um, and that's actually when we, first did our first TikTok video was in New York. Um, like our first first official like in-person TikTok. We had like two uploads before then that were just like older videos that kind of were going along with trends. But then we did our first official TikTok um, actually on um, this place called Top Rock, which is like a awesome place you can go to New York um, and take pictures and videos from a, from a tall ass building. You can see the Empire State Building and Statue of Liberty, all that cool shit. Um, and then from there, we just kind of kept on creating content um and so and then, we can tell we can tell that uh you know from all of these uh from all of these platforms you know you're on youtube oh by the way i don't know if you mentioned the name but the name of the channel is yalla guys yes really. <laughs> the most <laughs> important thing I forgot name. To mention. <laughs> yeah. yeah you missed you missed kind of a key aspect of it <laughs> and uh so your goal was initially to be on youtube and vlogging all the time right yeah, and then we kind of like noticed that TikTok was something um, that we could uh, kind of evolve on and do some content on. So, like I said, our content is travel, but um, on our TikTok was mainly just about um, putting out humor, entertainment, you know. Um, and then, um, yeah, we just kind of kept on doing videos. Currently, now it's just me um, doing Yellow Guys. Everything in Yellow Guys is just me now. Uh, my friend decided just to take a break for now, um, kind of handle his own stuff, um, kind of do his own thing for now. Um, but 
yeah, from there, we just, uh, I just kept on like creating content on TikTok and YouTube. And like, like you said, like our, our first focus was like YouTube. Um, but then as soon as TikTok seemed like it was blowing up a little bit more. And thankfully I got on it before uh, the quarantine time because like it kind of helped boost up my account a lot. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just fun, honestly. So I see you have, uh, I think last I checked, you had about 29,000 followers. And I know you started from zero, but like, yeah. how do you get to 29? So to be honest, in the beginning, like it was just like, like, you know, our, our, like our videos first started off as like, you know, like 100 views, 200 views. And there was this one time where I did a video and I, I felt like it was going to do well. And it hit like a thousand views. And I was like so excited. I was like, hell yeah, like we're doing good, you know? And then, yeah. And then I was like kind of excited. I was like, from the, the thing is from the beginning, I never cared about views or followers or anything like that. And obviously for the people who do follow me, I love you so much. And thank you so much for following my content. But like, I never wanted to care about numbers because it would, you know, discourage me from putting out good content. Um, so I just focused on the content in general and just kind of uploaded things that I thought were funny and like trends and stuff like that. Um, and it came around to like this one trend that came around and it's kind of, it's kind of an embarrassing trend that happened, but I just randomly did it and it kind of just exploded. Okay. We, we need to know. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Um, <laughs> so, you know, as my friends, you probably guys already seen the video, but for the people who haven't seen my TikTok, you can probably go on there and see it now. But, um, so there was a trend going around. It was called the naked challenge, right? So the initial, the first video that came out was like about, um, like, you know how, like, uh, guys and girls in relationship, the guys always, like, playing video games and stuff. So, like, a girlfriend walks into the room. She has a towel <laughs> on. She takes it off and then throws a towel at him. And then that was the trend, right? Obviously, you don't see anything inappropriate. But that was, like, the trend that was going on. So then I had the dumb-ass idea of, you know what? I'm, I, I'm not dating anybody. I'm single. Obviously, I don't have anybody to do something for anyone who, For anyone who's listening, you guys heard that? You guys heard that. <laughs> so, so me and my sister actually kind of plotted this. Um, my family was sitting upstairs in the living room. I, I live in the basement in my family's house. And um, we were chilling. And then she was like, why don't you do the naked challenge to them? I'm like, and one, one disclaimer before I say anything else. Um, me and my family are very, very close. Like, we're, like my parents are basically like my best friends. And that's how I treat them. I treat them with respect. I love them to death. Uh, and I, I basically treat them like my best friends, like I said. So I mean, does that mean all I very... get naked in front of Joe's? Mm, eh, no, <laughs> but you know, like it just, I'm very comfortable with my family and I'm, I'm not going to get discouraged from anything I do around them. You know, these people, my parents, they raised me and they've seen everything. Right. So <clears throat> I decided to do the naked challenge to my family <laughs> And uh, basically, I was downstairs, and then my sister was like, "Okay, come up now." Like they're they're all like chilling in the living uh, living room, like watching their shows and stuff. So I go up there and I start taking a video. I'm like, "What's up, everybody?" And I'm naked, and I walk up to them, and my da my dad and my mom look at me. They're like, "What the fuck is wrong with this kid?" And like my mom's like, my mom's like in Arabic. She's like, "Oh my god!" And my dad, he, <laughs> this is the fav my favorite part. My dad's like, the TikTok shit," which basically translates from Arabic to English, which basically means "fuck this TikTok shit." And then, like, I was like, I, I thought it was like, okay, perfect. It's a good video. Yeah. It, something's like it, something funny happened, mm -hmm. and I posted it that night, right? And it was around like I want to say like eight p.m. So it received like uh, like some good like views. Um, 
that that same night and it hit probably maybe like 2000 views and i was like oh shit that's that's awesome that's crazy were you were you um, used, uh, were you used to getting like 2000 views a video then was the no not, not yet i was still i was still getting like a hundred couple views like maybe like around that time it was like 500 600 like it was still pretty low um and then the next day i um like i'm just chilling through the day i had to work or something and then i come back in the afternoon and i see it hit like 10,000 uh views I was like, oh, what? I'm like, what the hell? I was like, and I thought that was crazy. And I was looking at him like, this shit is cool. Like, it, it's it's gaining, um, it's getting uh, attention. If you were excited about a thousand. I can't imagine 10. Yeah. I know, 10,000 was just crazy. And I've never you see like, the letter K. Never you in know, my when life. You see the letter K. Yeah, yeah. It said 10K. And I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. And like, I've never had any of my videos, like, whether it's like, even before I started doing Ella guys, like, I've never had any of my videos do anything close to that. So then it, that that night it was at like ten thousand, and then it kind of started getting close to like twenty thousand. I was like, "Wow, this is this is going this is going up." So at that time, it's like ten p.m. at night. I go to sleep, and like, it's like waking up to like, it's like unreal. It's literally surreal. It's crazy. I woke up. I look at the TikTok, and it's at one hundred forty-five thousand wow. views. Which I looked at it, and I was like okay, something's wrong. Like, I didn't think, like, this is happening. It was, like, crazy. And I was, like, what the fuck? Like, this is so cool. Like, I didn't think, like, especially so early on. Like, this was, by the way, I did that video around, I want to say, like, April, maybe. Somewhere around that time. Which is only two months after I started TikToking. And at that time, like, I didn't post that much. I would post, like, at least try to post once a day. Sometimes I wouldn't post in a day. And... It just kept on going up from there, man. It just, the day after day, it just, the views would keep on going up. And the craziest thing about it too is that when this was blowing up slowly, slowly, my views were going up and so were my followers. I didn't expect that to happen. Literally, I was like one week out in between, in, in one week, I was at 200 view, I was at 200 followers in the beginning of the week. Towards the end of the week, I'd had like eight thousand. I remember, followers. I remember uh, you telling us when I remember you telling us when you started on TikTok, you were like, "Dude, all I need is one good video. All I need is one good video. All I need is yeah. one good video." Yeah, literally, because like TikTok is such an intriguing app, bro. Like it's not like anything else that's that's been out, and it's like it's it's still a baby, like compared to like the, in social media years, like it's still just starting off, and it's in the prime time, right? So like I knew well, not really I, because it was uh, it was musically before yeah. and I had I had heard of musically kind of blowing up. Yeah, and then eventually um, uh, another company bought it and changed it to TikTok. So like TikTok was initially meant for like you know like for more like talented like and like musically inclined people like you know like people that play instruments that yeah, dance and stuff that. like that. But then other obviously other people started uploading their own kind of content, and you know I wanted to do like. The whole reason I did like funny humorous stuff was because it kind of intertwined with the content that I wanted to put on YouTube too, which was like traveling and funny, you know. So I can't help but think that you being Arab really helped boost that video. And that's a that's a possibility too. And the thing is, actually, when I did the um, the naked challenge video, it actually got I actually got a lot of backlash from from the Arab community, which is normal because. Doing stuff like that is very frowned upon, yeah, wanted, which I get I wanted, it. I wanted, I wanted to um, mention that but, too. The how uh, yeah. you have a, like a relatively uh, uh, different relationship with your parents that like mo most of how the Arab culture see yeah. like parent uh, relationship. Yeah, like the thing is, don't like don't get it twisted. My 
my my parents, the way they raised me, I think they raised me in the most beautiful way. My my mom and my dad were very strict on me, uh, and, and when I was younger, up until I was 16 years old. And the craziest thing is, like, she was super strict, like, mm-hmm. Arab bomb strict, right? And oh, at the time that I and enough. yeah, Abu knows. I'm of course, Joe. You probably know too. <laughs> you're a foreigner. You know that you know foreign. Mama, if you're listening, I yeah, love you. honestly, I do love you, Mama. Um, <laughs> but like, more foreign parents are more like I don't know the way they raise their kids. It's more discipline. It's more mm-hmm. it's more tough on them, um, and it teaches them a lot. And up until I was 16, they taught me so much and they disciplined me so well. And then at the time I turned 16, then my mom, it's like she switched like mentalities it's like she became my best friend from and it was weird for me but at the same time i loved it because when you're a 16 year old and your mom thinks you're responsible and trusts you with what you do in your life it it it's basically like giving it's it's basically like she was giving me my freedom you know she disciplined me she taught me what's good what's bad um and then this at, at that point she was like okay now uh, you we have, have to a we have a podcast in the works where we want to talk about uh what it means like different forms of parenting and like growing up as a foreigner we, we might have to bring yeah. you out again mm-hmm. for that man um i'll come back you you tell me the time awesome. of day and i'll be there <laughs> but yeah but yeah so like That's, it's just so back to the video i just want to yeah. you know so, stay on top so basically like like i said i'm very close to my parents and it's for the reason that's the way they raised me is you know to be comfortable around them and i'm so glad that i am because like i'd rather be close to my parents and be best friends with them than to neglect them and not like to be around them and stuff you know so i just having a relationship with your parents like that is yeah. just They're definitely amazing. like that relationship helped to make that video blew up like you you couldn't have gotten away yeah, definitely with that video have you not had the relationship you guys have yeah, exactly. And even my dad likes to say, he's like, yeah, I'm the one that got you famous. I'm, I don't <laughs> like to say, yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't consider myself famous. I'm, I'm very small. I'm still starting off. I definitely have a long way to go and I'm always going to keep on working and putting in a lot of effort to make, you know, my dreams come true and make shit happen in my life. But this was definitely an awesome big step for me. And, um, you know, I, for I, I was saying that this video at the, that that one night hit one hundred one hundred forty five thousand views, and currently right now it's at one point four million. Yeah, so like never in my life. How many followers did you gain out of that video? Honestly, thousands. Like probably the first ten thousand I probably got just from that video. Min- like minimum, because like I've I've looked I looked at the analytics of it, and ninety eight percent of the traffic that were going into this video were from the for you page. For people that don't use TikTok, the For You page is basically where you basically just scroll through videos and it's like videos that are kind of um, recommended, uh, tra- tailored to you to watch. Yeah, basically, like suggestions for you. Um, so to to be able to be on people's For You pages, it was, it was awesome. And then obviously a lot of people thought I was either funny, stupid or whatever, and they decided to follow me, which is awesome, you know? And from there, it kept on like growing. Like now, even exponential. Yeah, it was right? really exponential. And like from there, like in the beginning of of in that time, I was getting maybe like a thousand followers per day. Um, and like currently, I'm still gaining followers, not as much. I'm still gaining like a hundred followers per day, but it's not as much as um as uh, earlier. But it's still really good. And that was the first video that hit one point four million. And imagine like, imagine like. 
any of it, like ima- imagine this happened to you you know like how crazy it is it yeah. for like waking a video, up and just suddenly exactly like for for a video that you did and you put online and it hits like one point either like around one million people i, wanna, saw, I also wanted you know? to ask uh so like with having like a video like just like experiencing something like experiencing going viral to that degree and also like I identifying yourself as a content creator before it because it's not like oh like you just made like a funny video and suddenly you went viral it's like you you've been working towards this mm-hmm. uh, yeah definitely like i i definitely made a lot yeah. of videos and before I, that um and i'm currently put a lot of videos out too now yeah and i also wanted to like follow up with like after reaching like this milestone do you mm-hmm. do you feel like some sort of like pressure uh whenever or like or like some expectations that you set up for yourself um, like do you raise the bar for yourself like how did it affect the content you were creating after you got your first like 1 million views yeah. i don't i don't think it put like pressure on me it definitely like I gained attention for sure um and then from there like either way i already put in my head and i knew that i in order to like make it i have to be consistent with everything i do right so i would always keep on putting videos at no matter if I it, like, even after it hit 1.4 million, I wasn't like, oh, okay, this is it, I'm done. You know, like I wasn't like, oh, okay, I I made it, I'm good. No, like mm-hmm. I kept on putting out like two videos per day, and that seems to some people either it's a little bit or a lot. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm even currently now trying to put out even more. I'm I'm currently trying to put out like four pieces of content on tic- just on TikTok by itself every day. I guess here's my question, like. I know you had that one video to hit 1.4 million. How did the one right after it do? Um, to be honest, the ones around it actually started doing well too. Um, it didn't do obviously. The ones before it. The ones before it definitely increased. Like the my older videos that were like at 500 would have like got one up to like 5,000. There were some videos that were like at 20k and they went up to like 50k. So you can tell that people were actually Inter- either yeah. popping up on their for you page or people were actually, you know quote-unquote stalking your account mm-hmm. and looking past your you're looking at your past videos and just scrolling you know i'm very familiar with tiktok and i, I like the platform it's a good way to waste time <laughs> and to think that you know you can just wake up and find yourself you know it's viral and ten thousand follow ten thousand followers richer and a million views later and but you you kind of t- you kind of touched on uh on something that i wanted to talk about uh you popping up on people's for you page. I always wondered, what does it take to pop up on someone's for you page? Like, I know Joe, you might be more interested in this. I know you don't use TikTok, but the algorithm is—I don't know if anyone really has it figured out. Yeah, it's to be honest. Like, I definitely think there's an algorithm to it. Um, I definitely think like you know, TikTok tailors uh, certain content to certain people. But in in general, I think. Um, you know, good content goes a long way, you know? Um, and if you're putting out good pieces of content and people people like it, they're going to start to follow you. They're going to start to like your stuff and they're going to share it and stuff like that. So um, I think the, the biggest thing is putting out good content um, and then it kind of goes from there because basically it's it's the market that really decides if they like you or not or if they're if you're good enough, you know, or if you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, how you, that's how you do well. Because even, even currently, like... Just because I have that many followers and I hit like a million views doesn't mean that all my videos are doing well too. Like I still have some videos that I posted maybe like a week or two ago that only have maybe a thousand or two thousand views, which, which is low, but it's still like 
I, I, I don't mind it. Like, I don't care. You know, like I still am doing it for the fun and for, for the purpose of becoming a content creator. Jost, when, you know, for the purpose of you being like, I'm only, I'm only asking you because you have a software background, but how does something like this work? How do they tailor this type of code or algorithm to, to show these videos based on your, I guess, liking? Well, uh, I'm, my assumption, it's probably they're using uh, like some sort of like artificial intelligence uh, using like a genetic algorithm. Uh, in simple words, pretty much they <laughs> yeah, because Aloki was like what? <laughs> yeah, uh, in simple words, they uh made a software like a piece of software uh, and they made like another piece of software. So the first piece of software software is used like a like a teacher, and the other one is a student, and then they made they made a student clone itself a lot like a hundred thousand times, and then they they compared and then they test the student with the teacher and then the teacher just kills all the students that don't work and then takes the best student and makes copies of it just like tweaks it up a little bit and keeps making copies of it and then keep the process keeps repeating itself until eventually you get to the point where you have like a a piece of software that no one really understand how it works but it just works Cause I'll be honest, I like I never put my nationality on TikTok. I never even, you know, when I first started using TikTok, I never even liked any videos, and yet it was showing me like, you know, Arabic content, and I'm just like, yeah, this this thing, how did it know? Things just pick up on information about you based on like what you like, and the way it works is that no one really knows how it works. Even the people that made them, like people that make like a recommendations algorithms, don't really know how they work really yeah, uh, because cool. it's all like a machine that actually teaches itself to do these things so it's just working it can be tuned to say okay uh like people from these countries this or like try to not recommend as much of these things for these people uh but essentially no one really knows how it works it just picks up different pieces of information from you and tries to and it's just it just makes it's just trying to make like an honest guess of saying okay like how likely is this person to actually like this video? And that's what your recommendation keeps being based on. And again, uh, one of the most interesting things about, I think about TikTok is used, uh, or like I think what's made TikTok so big uh, is used like the power of that recommendation algorithm. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've, I've never seen before. I've seen, I, I was there for when MySpace came out. I was there for when Facebook came out. I was there for when YouTubers started to become a thing. I was there for when Vine uh, was like becoming a thing, yeah. but and I've never seen a platform lower the bar for like not lower the bar like lower the entrance for content creator as much as TikTok did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and honestly, I'll... and you know something that started, you know, something that I I just looked it up. Uh, TikTok actually started in September two thousand sixteen. Yeah. So I feel like something had to have happened somewhere in the middle where they adjusted the algorithm or something like that. But then it kind of blew up towards now during the quarantine, especially everyone being stuck at home. And I'm wondering, at least for, for the Yellow Guys page, did the quarantine have an effect? Did you feel that quarantine effect? Um, d definitely in some, some sort of way, for sure. Um, because like you're, you're stuck at home, you can't go anywhere, so what else are you going to be doing? You're going to be chilling on your phone, watching videos and stuff like that. So for me, I just knew that I had to keep on creating. So I was still creating during the times. It was harder a little bit too, because like 
I couldn't think of ideas all the time. But, um, you know, when I did post videos, they did do pretty well because you have a lot more traffic throughout the whole day, you know, because people are at home, they're working from home. Some people are just sitting at home and, and then they start filming sometimes. Yeah, and, and exactly. And, and and people are just watching, scrolling through TikTok. So eventually they might run into you somehow. So I feel like anyone can really make it on TikTok because I feel like what TikTok did as opposed to YouTube, YouTube, you have like, you know, a few celebrities, a few celebrities here and there. Yeah, in YouTube, I think there is a lot of monopolization of right. content where like, for example, like, okay, if like you have someone like PewDiePie blow up, and suddenly he's like the the main guy everybody sees. Or you have someone like the uh, who are these guys? Uh, Logan and Jake Paul. And suddenly that's the like everything that's on the trending for YouTube page. Um, the thing is like again like it directs traffic one way. Yeah, everything just keeps going one way. It's just like okay, like if you have like a content creator who makes it big, uh, it's really difficult if you're like a small like YouTuber to just make it big on YouTube because you don't really have that that random platform of like stuff that gets randomly recommended to you where everybody can make it that tiktok has yeah and i Whereas everyone every time i'm on tiktok yeah. i'm always seeing random people you know what i mean it's not celebrities these are random people and it's good content too it's like it's good it's stuff good and some people I, have created some really creative stuff and some of it's hilarious honestly and I like how they're coming up with trends and keeping yeah. music involved. And that's that's and one dances. big thing too is is if you like follow more trends and um and use um, certain sounds and stuff like that, you def it definitely helps in um making your stuff uh, kind of more um you know more viral uh, and try to like when you when you follow a trend and stuff like that, it's it makes it easier to be to to gain more views and uh, attention basically. Have you uh, have you seen the new like feature Instagram release? Uh, kind of like TikTok like features on their portal. I don't think I have. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because I feel like, you know, Instagram does tend like to keep up with what's what's popping really. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think uh, it's, it, it reminds me a lot to like what they did with Snapchat when they just like implemented the whole like stories filters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the stories and filters and like try to do that. Uh, and and I think and and like it makes me realize, okay, like when they did that with Snapchat, literally the people that capitalized on all of it, it wasn't really like regular people. Like uh, celebrities just monopolize the whole like stories thing. So uh, the only stories that you saw like relevant or somewhat were celebrities. And like I'm wondering if now that Instagram is doing this again, like we might see, we might see it happen again, where like TikTok people are gonna migrate to Instagram, and then celebrities are again gonna gain a monopoly on the content that gets created in there, and the whole, uh, in the and the whole like your friend can just get like a million like a million views like that, it's gonna disappear on Instagram. Yeah, and I, you know, I've been I've been following your. You know, I've been following your page since you started it, but I noticed that the most ones that get a react, not necessarily the most views, because you do have two or three videos that hit a million views, but the ones that get the best reactions are usually your, your dances with your sister. Tell us how that started. So, um, you know, one thing on like a good thing to have on just any any kind of platform is like kind of having like a niche, something that's kind of unique to you, which kind of draws you away from everybody else, you know? 
um, you know, when you have something unique and you're doing something different and people like it, it's it's better for you for uh, for as an audience to look at you, you know, because like you see you you see so much different content on these platforms and the ones that kind of stay consistent with some niches, uh, their own like uniqueness kind of do a little bit better because they they have something specific going on and people like it and they want to see more of it, you know. Because these videos with your sister have been consistent. Yeah. You know, consistently get a lot of views. Yeah. So like um, I started, I can't, I can't remember exactly what f- the first video, I think the first video I did with her was just like, I saw this one funny, like one hilarious dance of these, these a couple girls that I can't remember what, uh, what their name was, but I saw them and I was like, yo, like this would be a hilarious um, uh, dance to do with my sister. My, my sister, me and her are also like very close, uh, basically like best friends. Um, and she would do something like funny, stupid like that with me, you know? So I was like, let's, let's do it. Um, and, uh, we wore matching hoodies and then we ended up doing the dance. It took us like at least an hour to like get it perfectly. But eventually when we did get it, it like, it started doing well. And it gained, I think it's at like maybe 80 or 80,000 or like a hundred thousand somewhere near that, which is pretty good, which is like actually really good. Um, and I would do like sometimes bloopers from like fun, some funny stuff that would happen. I, and I try to make this like a little trend of my own. Um, and it, some, sometimes, some of them did well, some of them didn't. But it's still like, for me, it, it was enjoyable to do it, you know. And it's me having fun with my sister doing funny, dumb dances. And, um, you know, some of them turned out to be very good. And it just like... I did a good reaction in the comments as well. Yeah, and people, it, it was crazy too. People, people like would say like, you know, like, we love you guys. You guys are hilarious. We love your dances. This is what they look forward to on your page. Yeah, sometimes. a lot of some some of my friends and some people I don't even know. They're like your videos like make me laugh so much. I even had this um, one um, verified uh, girl uh, message me on on Instagram saying like I uh, I love I love your TikToks. I think they're hilarious and and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, this is pretty cool. Like I've never had anybody verified talk to me before. You know. So she, so she's slid in the DMs. No, no, not like that. She's she's a married woman. Um, <laughs> she's older. She's married. Um, but she um, she was just being nice, you know. She just sent me a nice message saying like, "I think your TikToks hilarious. I've been spending the past thirty minutes. I've been watching your TikToks and just laughing my ass off." And I was like, "Yo, that's so awesome." And I told her I was like, "Much love. Like, thank you so much uh, for sending a message because it's really cool when when people give you feedback, you know. Um, even even if it's good or bad feedback, like I I, I don't care. Like, it's still good, you know." Um, and such a random thing was people started actually these Arab uh, pages on Instagram started sharing your video. Yeah. So like the, the, the naked challenge I did with my family, that video actually went on to two Instagram pages. One was called, um, I believe it was Arab TikTok, And then one of, I can't remember the second one. Arab Vines, maybe. Yeah. Something, something, something like that. And then like one of the pages had like 200,000 um, followers in the, the video itself that they posted of my video got like 30,000 views, which is really cool. Like, cause I didn't ask for it and they kind of just like DM me and say like, yo, we're putting you on our page. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I thought it was like pretty cool. Like for someone else to like use my content, you know? And Joseph, this is us looking from, you know, knowing I am personally and seeing it happen. Yeah. You know, it shocks me. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to see how this stuff happens. And I, I'm thankful that I got on it on a good time. Um, I kind of wish I got on it earlier um, and, you know, would do stuff. But any anything that comes out new, like you, Joe, you were talking about um, how Instagram might be doing something similar to TikTok. Like, 
if that happens, then I definitely need to be one of like the first people that goes on it. Cause like, it's always the people that get on it first and kind of keep on putting out content that always do well because they've been there since day one, you know? Mm-hmm. And now even for TikTok, it's like getting harder for like new creators when they get on there, it's getting harder for them to, to get views and followers and stuff like that. Because now so many people are on it and so many people are trying to make it on it. That's mm-hmm. making it harder, you know? I feel like you got to keep up with it. So yeah, definitely. I, for, as 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 a content creator, as a TikToker, I definitely need to be keep on putting out content. Um, that's yeah. why I decided like recently to start posting at least four times a day. Oh, and, wow. Um, definitely trying to do like more trendy stuff and kind of finding my own niche. I feel like I've I haven't really found my niche a hundred percent. Like I do a mm-hmm. lot of different videos. I do like I've done pranks. I've done funny dances. Um, I've done trending videos, but I feel like I haven't really focused on a, a certain niche at least on tiktok yeah i wanted i wanted to ask you about that like about like your audience if you if you feel like you have like like an actual audience of like people who like like to watch your stuff or yeah. it's just like a mix of like different people with different interests like i think it's i think it's like a mix of both because I've, i've had some people even like dm me on instagram like saying like for instance the dances that i do with my sister one one girl uh dm me saying like um yo i can't wait till like you put out the next video and like i hope you keep on doing this so i'm like yeah don't worry i have a lot more content coming out she's like i can't wait so like hearing stuff like that it's really cool because like you know people actually look forward to s- seeing some of my videos which is which is really nice and my whole thing about it is like i, I want to make people laugh i want to pe- make people smile if it makes their day that's amazing you know you know and i feel like this podcast might be a way for i mean you have a lot of followers that follow your content maybe not a lot of them know who you actually are yeah yeah so, so definitely you know, this is you actually telling the backstory of everything and yeah exactly and yeah and i it's it's cool because like in the beginning like at first because like i wasn't really showing my full personality yet and like slowly and even still now i haven't shown it 100 but I, even slowly like it's still i'm still like day by day showing more of my actual personality like my weirdness the way i am um kind of daily you know especially with like people around me and like the friends and my family like this like i've like i i never do videos just for like attention or views or anything all the videos i've done i've always done that kind of humor and that kind of content even before uh i started this i wanted i wanted to ask you uh if you because now like you're you're creating a presence on the app but Let's say if you were still getting only like a hundred views a video, would you still be doing it? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Because the thing is, for me, like, I'm not on the app because I want, I want followers, I want views, I want to be rich. Like, I'm, I personally am on social media in general and trying to become a content creator because I feel like that's something I'm very passionate about and something I've mm-hmm. found that that really um, resonates with me. You know, like. Um, besides the work what I do, I, what I do now, what I work, I, I love it. But at the same time, like my dream is to like travel the world and make funny content and um, meet new people, new cultures, uh, eat good food and like just do everything new, you know, do something different all the time. Yeah. And so then answer this for me, yeah. because you started a travel vlog mm-hmm. and then after starting a travel vlog on YouTube, which by the way is our super cool videos i think yeah so. definitely go check me out on youtube um we, we might be a little biased because we're featured on them or <laughs> <laughs> featured in some of them but overall i think i mean besides the actual content the editing involved mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff you know you can tell that you know what you're doing but back to my question yeah. 
you started off doing YouTube, you moved into TikTok, you really picked up on TikTok. Yeah. I wonder if the thought must have occurred to you that maybe I need to stick to TikTok and leave YouTube. Um, definitely not. Like for me, like, <laughs> sorry to like put down your question so quick, but. Um, no, no, that was perfect, yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is like, especially as a content creator, you have to be visible everywhere for people to know you. You know, you can't just be on TikTok. Um, for me, like I'm on, I'm on YouTube because I like to, like I said, I like to create travel content. I love to travel. I like to vlog. That was the original. And, and and that's, and that's like the, a completely different vibe too. Take yeah, YouTube. exactly. Yeah. And the thing is that I really did want to try to put some kind of travel content into TikTok, but it's very hard to do that um, on a daily basis. You know, you need to follow the trends on TikTok. TikTok is very trend. Yeah. It's a very trend based thing. Um, and it's definitely like, um, you know, you can definitely do travel content, but I personally don't travel that much to be able to be put out daily content and not run out of content you know mm -hmm. so like i i do try to travel as much as i can uh, as of right now my vlogs are only once a month and i travel at least once or twice per month to try to keep on um you know doing videos and obviously you know during this whole quarantine and, and corona thing i obviously so down on traveling and, and definitely try to do more stuff more locally yeah, um, it's also because, it's also it also gets expensive too. Yeah, that too, and I just um, it's um, you know I want to stay safe and not put other people in danger and put myself and my family in danger. So I definitely try to do more local stuff, which it's been working out thankfully. Not it's not too bad. Um, and um, yeah, like it's just it's it's hard to put travel content daily on TikTok because daily a TikTok is a hundred percent a daily thing. Like. You have to be putting out content every single day in order to stay consistent. Uh, on YouTube, YouTube is more like a weekly based thing. Um, as of right now, for me, I'm only doing it like a month, a monthly thing because, like I said, it, it's hard to travel that many times, especially when you're working. And uh, I'm still in uni. I'm I'm, in, I'm still in college. Um, I do graduate this December, so that's great. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, uh, even with with work, it's still it's still hard to be able to do all that. But um, you know because youtube you need to really advertise it because it's not going to get views on its own just sitting yeah there. you definitely and i try to use like my tiktok platform and instagram to kind of boost it up more and um i try to do anything i can to get awareness to it and it's it's been going good um obviously it's going to take a lot of time it's not like something that's going to happen tomorrow or like yeah. even within the next year like it's especially youtube is going to be something that takes time and effort and work and yeah. that's something I'll, I won't quit on. Like, I'll keep on doing it until, and not even until, like, I'll keep on doing it forever. You yeah, know? And, 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 and like, I'm, I'm honestly glad to hear you say that because, like, many times people just, like, join these platforms to, with the expectation of, like, oh, like, I'm going to have, like, a thousand followers yeah. by next month. Or, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to have, like, a million followers. And it's just, yeah. like, no, and and I like again, like I was seeing, I was seeing YouTubers before the term YouTuber even came about, and I remember like all these people like were just doing videos because they just genuinely just like doing videos. Yeah. They were like doing blogs because they just like doing blogs, and mm -hmm. there there wasn't that monetary pressure on it yet. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't there wasn't too much pressure on it, and even like even now there there are some people like. I feel, especially with TikTok, like a lot of more people are trying to go on other platforms, um, which is a smart idea, obviously, if you want, if you're trying to be a content creator. Can you monetize off TikTok? Off of TikTok? Yeah, you definitely can. Um, there's actually a, a place called uh, the TikTok Creator Marketplace. Um, I believe that's what it's called. Um, but 
you have like a certain like certain requirements that you have to uh, meet in order to be able to uh, qualify for it. So, like for instance, you have to have a hundred either a hundred thousand followers or above. You have to have like a certain amount of likes within the like past twenty eight days. You have to have a certain amount of views, um, and you have to be I think at least eighteen years old to do it. Um, I've met all the requirements except for the hundred k one. So, I'm hopefully trying to trying to get bigger with the followers so I can at least make it to 100k and then keep on I'll keep on doing obviously content from there but when you do qualify for it you basically um have the opportunity to like yeah you basically have the opportunity basically to work with brands so like brands will kind of can it's not like guaranteed but it's like it's possible for you to have the opportunity to connect with brands and um maybe them sponsor you or do stuff with brands and interact with them um and definitely there's there's potential um you know, success and, and, and money as well. Um, obviously the bigger content creators, people who are verified, people who have thousands and even millions of followers, obviously they do a lot better because they're much bigger and they have a much bigger audience. So brands always want to work with bigger people because they have a bigger reach, you know? Jost, what do you think of, what do you think of the existence of now so many, what I like to call micro celebrities? Mm. you know what i mean micro celebrities uh so like instead of instead of having just youtube where you have pewdiepie logan paul jake paul ksi whatever yeah. now now you just have multiple minis like you like you have you have Iham over here who you know for us seems like a regular guy but he does have people that follow mm-hmm. him and someone makes him like a low-level celebrity yeah. so now you have an <laughs> influx of such yeah. low-level celebrities. i think i i think it's it's actually very it's it's really exciting because one it diversifies uh the people out there like for so people to look forward to or to look up to uh it also like it increases the amount of like content available and it just brings out all these different uh, viewpoints from all these different things that we learn from like all these different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And I find it exciting. Again, that's like one of the reasons why I find TikTok so fascinating. It's just the fact that like anyone can make it. Like yeah. if you like if you make like a good video uh, with the algorithm being what it is that they can literally just like pick up things they, that no one knows about uh it's it, it's actually um it's, it's actually pretty i think it's pretty great because it just gives yeah. everybody like a board to say okay like i, I wanna i wanna try this or i wanna do this thing uh but like i don't know if i'm good or like i don't know if i ever find the audience because the hardest part about creating stuff is just finding the audience yeah because honestly, i believe i honestly believe there is literally an audience for everyone out there like the hardest part is just reaching that people yeah and that's one of the one of the things uh when i decided to like make this podcast it was just like dude like i'm 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 sure like no more than a hundred people at a time are gonna listen to it and i try again like as you said like followers don't matter or like views don't really matter it's only it's doing it because you actually want to do it yeah we're having a conversation over here you know yeah and (laughs) and and uh and like i wanna and like i wanna do it if uh, for the sake of doing it uh but also like i know there is people out there that would be interested on in the stuff like me and abud talk about and, like or or guess we're eventually gonna have mm-hmm. but again like the hardest part is just wrestling with the whole like oh find your audience yeah 
It, the the craziest thing about you, really. yeah, and the, the craziest thing about TikTok, it's like one of the only platforms that it's like happened the way it's happened. You know what I mean? Like, there could be creators or like random people who have like posted one or two videos and they did so well and they went viral and they can have like two hundred thousand followers. Like, that doesn't happen on other apps like Instagram or Facebook and stuff like that. Which is which is crazy to see because like imagine you just you have two pieces of content out and you have thousands of people watch it and thousands of people following you. You know, you know. I think uh, TikTok had a huge impact, at least in my quarantine life, because yeah. it gave me something to do. But I think you guys know where I'm going to take this conversation. We all know. We all read the news. Oh. <laughs> it's about to happen, huh? There's been talks about TikTok getting potentially banned, yeah. and uh, I know this kind of shook the world and shook all these you know, micro celebrities that I mentioned before, because that's kind of where their content's at. And like, you know, people like you, I am, who've been enjoying making these contests in a day or in a night mm -hmm. by one law, it can all go away. So what do you, what was your initial reaction at least when you heard the news? So um, I don't remember where I was when I first heard it, um, but it was definitely shocking. Like, you know, like you're having fun with the app and for me, like, I was doing pretty well with it. So it was exciting for me as a newbie to like see a very small success. You know, I'm, I'm nothing big. I'm, I'm very humble about it. I'm not like a celebrity or anything like that. I'm nothing big. But it was definitely... A, we tease you though about being Yeah, right. Um, but it's it's still fun to see like how much... Like, cause I, like I said, I started this in February and today now we're in August, right? So that's just at five, six months apart and... To gain thirty thousand followers within a couple months is astonishing. That's crazy, you know. Um, so it was definitely like it, I, I did get upset about it in the beginning um, because, like, you know, it's just it's it's sad to see something like that go because it, it it was it was fun to make videos and and fun to see creativity and all this and it's it was like a home to a lot of people um, and to have it banned would suck, you know. Um, you know, and thankfully it hasn't been banned and I don't think it is going to get banned, which is great news. I think there's still potential for it and I think it's going to stay here for the long run, um, which I'm hoping it does because, you know, you know, I'm doing well on it and I, I plan to keep on putting out content on TikTok, Instagram and YouTube everywhere, you know. Um, but even even for big creators, people that have like a lot of content out and that follow, like they'll still do well because like even... The way you have to think about it is that even if like an app goes away, like for instance, like Vine disappeared, right? But a lot of people that were on Vine are on other platforms. Like you have to adapt to to change because not nothing's guaranteed and nothing's gonna always stay. Like everything's always evolving and getting improved and changing. So if you want to be a content creator and you want to stay relevant, you have to be able to adapt to all these kind of changes. I'm really I'm really interested on like the kind of uh, people like at least like famous people that are, are going to come out of TikTok. It's kind of how from buying we got like King Batch and Jake Paul and like all these people, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and like like I said, they're still relevant because they stay consistent with their content everywhere else, too. You know, they didn't just like just because Vine was gone doesn't mean they were gone. They still kept on staying relevant with their fans and with other platforms. That's why they kept on finding success is because they kept pushing and kept doing, you know? Um, yeah, you definitely have to adapt that, especially as a content creator, because like 
you always have to stay relevant because the, the instance you stop posting or stop making things that your audience likes or um, just other factors, like you can, as, as fast as you can become, you know, viral and become famous and um, have all this, you know, all this shit happen to you, it can go away just as fast, you know? If you think about it, what's happening with TikTok is kind of what happened to a lot of businesses during the pandemic. I mean, you're doing so well, so well, so well, and then all of a sudden you're back to zero. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, do you have a plan for that? Do you want, have you tried to maybe divert your followers that you've worked hard yeah, to get? Yeah, definitely. Like your Instagram to your YouTube? 100%, yeah. Like, um, you know, obviously I do would hope and I would love for for all those thousands of followers that follow me on my TikTok definitely to convert to my YouTube and my Instagram because I like I like to think that I put out good content you know and like I'm just a beginner you know and I'm 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 just starting off and there's always better content to come out so like every time I do a new piece of content it's slowly getting better and it's um I'm I'm becoming more comfortable with it and adapting to uh making my videos better and my content better in general you know so it's improvement over time. And obviously, hopefully, eventually more people see that and more people will follow me through the journey that I'm taking, you know. Um, and basically, it's like everything I'm doing now is kind of like documentation, basically from me starting from zero and making my way up, you know. So if TikTok, if t- if TikTok did go away, I would just keep on doing the same thing on YouTube and every other platform is trying to keep on putting out content and not not stop, you know. Yeah. In, uh, in in my opinion, I think like the whole uh, this might get a little political, but I think like the whole like TikTok just uh, getting banned in the U.S. is like the arguments that have been made for its ban. I think they're just uh, completely like uh, uh, I think it's just a threat, honestly. Yeah, un- unnecessary. I, I think it's honestly just a threat uh, because like the U.S. just doesn't feel comfortable having like a big social media platform uh, on China. Yeah. Because if you think about it, all big social media platforms in the in the world are literally located in the U.S. That's true. And Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Google, uh, Snapchat, Snapchat. Yeah, all of them use. Yeah. Like, and I, I think it's just like a threat to China, because uh, some arguments that have been made is like some of its founders have ties with the Chinese Communist Party. But it's like if you're in China, you have ties with the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> like that, that's how it goes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try not I to look at like it's, it's a picture that we we you know it, it's a much bigger picture that we can't see, and I personally don't think it will get banned. I feel like if it were to be banned, it would have been banned already. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just pressure being put into the parent companies, just forcing them to give like ownership of like the U.S. TikTok version onto like someone or some other company. And now we got Microsoft that's jumping into this game now. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, it would be interesting given the fact that Microsoft is like one of the only big tech companies that don't really doesn't really have like a social media network to it. Yeah, I heard them they, they may potentially acquire the US aspect of TikTok. You know, which I I know it's worth a lot because I feel like the you know, TikTok in America is what really blew up. Yeah. And like yeah. from a and like from like a technical point of view, I'm just wondering uh, what difference are there gonna be between like, well, well, like I know the data for the US is all gonna be stored in the US because there's like a huge risk with storing that data overseas. Uh, but like I'm wondering like what kind of features are gonna be on like TikTok US compared to like TikTok rest of the world or like yeah. you're gonna have access to all the same content. 
Yeah, that's true. We'll see. Come on, Bill Gates, keep Ayam alive. <laughs> I also keep Yalla guys alive, bro. But yeah, man, it's just it's a it's a journey to go through it. Um, I'm having so much fun with it, and it's like taking uh, it's just basically taking steps into what I truly want to do, which yeah. is which is be a content creator and and kind of try to make an impact in a movement because like the whole thing behind Yalla guys too is in Arabic for people that don't speak Arabic, Yalla in Arabic basically means like let's go. So like when I when I say like Yalla guys, it's basically see like let's go guys, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's like a way for me to say basically like the meaning behind it is basically saying like, let's go, let's do it. Like do what you love, you know? And that's what I'm trying to do is do what I love and do follow my passion and, and my dreams. And that's what I think a lot of people should do. And I th- don't yeah. think they should settle on anything less besides what they're happy of doing in life. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, uh, ask you, uh, what's one of the things you struggle the most uh, when it comes to creating content? Um, I think maybe the biggest struggle might be probably like, um, maybe just it's like the ideas themselves. Like sometimes ideas don't come so uh, naturally and so fresh. Yeah. And sometimes like, you know, it's hard to create content like, daily and yeah and, i can imagine and, when you're creating like four tiktok videos a day like like yeah. honestly i don't think i could even be able to create like a tiktok video a day like I don't when does the world, when does the world dry up i guess you know and <clears throat> that's that's the thing like you definitely have to have a creative mindset to keep on going but um it's basically just you know trying to just basically for for me like i don't want to put anything but good content out you know like even if i don't have any any good ideas and i know that the uh, some videos that i might do aren't good then i i don't post it i always try to put the best out i've in the past like i have put out videos just for the sake of putting out a video but i don't i never like that and i always like putting out good content for people to watch because if i truly don't like the content i'm not going to post it you know yeah. and i really only post videos that i think that i personally think are funny or like that are good that i know that people might like it you know it, it sounds like keeping like a very fine balance between quality and quantity exactly yeah so definitely like you definitely want to put out quality content because quality goes a long way at the same time you definitely need to stay consistent and you definitely need to keep on pushing out content in order to stay relevant yeah. um i remember i remember back when uh When, like you said, Hassan was uh, part of Yalla guys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Me and Joe would constantly tell Ayham, "Listen, man, you gotta step your game up because Hassan's videos are freaking hilarious." Yeah, he's he's just a hilarious guy in general, man. He's his personality and his humor is just something else. Yeah, and then like in the beginning, I wasn't like I wasn't able. It's not a competition, but you know, it, no, it, definitely. It's a nice, uh... <laughs> no, definitely. We we were like basically partners, me and him. So like we definitely wanted to keep on pushing each other to do better. Um, but in the beginning, he was, it was just, I don't know, it was easier for him, I guess. But like once I was able to find my personality a little bit more and kind of, um, you know, let myself be me on the platform, it started getting better. And then from there, just ideas would kind of roll in. And it's just kind of like brainstorming. You brainstorm one thing and it kind of leads to another thing. And then you have to not be lazy about it and just kind of film it and make it happen, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I'm not a very creative person. And, like, Abud, I don't know. If, <laughs> honestly, I don't know if you are, Abud. Uh, but, like, for myself, I'm not a very creative wow. person. And it's, it's so hard for me to come up with, like, ideas or, like, stop blocking myself uh, from ideas and then just letting, like, ideas flow. Yeah. And I was just wondering, if, like, what's your advice for someone like that? Um, I definitely try to think, um, 
I definitely think of definitely trying to do something that you love to do that you're happy with posting because honestly like once you find something that you're happy about posting and finding something that is unique to you um the ideas kind of just kind of start rolling in by themselves you know because like that's what i was saying earlier is like <clears throat> excuse me what i was saying earlier is that like i in the beginning i didn't really know what i wanted to post or how i wanted to post it because i couldn't really find what i wanted to do and once i started once i would put a couple of videos out that were kind of how i wanted them to be that really how i wanted them to be then from there like the ideas themselves would kind of roll in and i'd be natural about it and genuine with uh, the videos i posted you know so i think it's it's mainly just like if you're not that much of a creative person find definitely find something that you love to talk about or that you love to make yourself and kind of make it your thing you know just i don't like the fact that you said that you're not creative because <laughs> i remember when we first when we first uh, got this thing rolling and we had a conversation and we started talking about what we want to talk about potential future episodes which by the way you know spoilers they're very very exciting topics coming up mm-hmm. i mean that's an aspect of creativity like we were able to come up with such you know uh such viral topics and you know what we think people are you know are willing to invest their time and listen to so i think i, I don't think that you say that you're not a creative i just think that you everyone's a creative person in their own aspect. yeah i definitely think people have their own creativity and they kind of put it in out in their own way it's just kind of finding what you're creative about yeah 100% yeah. agree man that was that, that was actually very uh uh in, nice to hear man yeah bro don't worry you got it that way yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of things came out of that conversation between me and you and a lot of good things and i'm really looking forward to this ride and you know like i have said and another, another thing is too like when you especially if you have like someone around you that um you can talk ideas with it definitely makes it easier too because like if you think of let, let's say like you're just sitting it's all about brainstorming like you can think of one thing and then the person you're with um can play off of that idea and he might come up with an idea and then that triggers something in your head to create another idea so it's just like it's it's creativity through brainstorming too like you can literally sit down with one one person and kind of just like talk about random shit and like eventually kind of have multiple ideas and be like okay like these are good i want to roll with these ideas you know so definitely having people around you that like kind of help you through it definitely is is a is definitely something good if you yourself are really creative and you just have all these ideas and that's good you know like that's just you being you 100 yeah. percent. It, it feels it feels like it's mostly about just getting into like a state of flow and then just let it let things come to you yeah and then just try not to block anything that's coming your way yeah yeah definitely uh honest i, I just want to tell everyone that i am i want to reiterate he is just like anyone else definitely you know yep. N- nothing makes him different than anyone else he was able to get on this people are anyone's able to get on this and uh really it's it doesn't take much effort and uh it's just all about I think, the kickstart i mean i know? definitely i definitely no, i mean it it take effort, definitely 100% takes effort it, it just it, of, i think i meant to say like it doesn't take effort to kickstart it you know what i mean yeah to, definitely. to get that like once thing. once you get started and you you just kind of got to keep on rolling with it you know you just got to keep on staying consistent like we've said many times and just 
keep on rolling with the flow. And once you find your thing, it's easier to kind of keep on going. Definitely, like, no one who creates content is, is special. You know, like, everybody definitely has their uniqueness, but on, anybody can do it. You just have to be willing to put in the work and the effort to make it happen, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that we can, we can forever, but uh, I think it's, a, it's already been like an hour. And honestly, uh, second episode, and I am, thank you for joining us on a second episode. Yeah, Broski, thank you for inviting me. You shared a lot of. You know, it, it was a little very like interesting stuff, man. I think I think this could have possibly gone on for hours and hours, but let's let's keep it short and yeah, sweet. Yeah, we want people to actually listen to it and not get like <laughs> bored, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I definitely thank you guys for inviting me on this. Um, it was kind of fun to talk about like TikTok and all these things because like I I don't really, it's not really a topic to like bring up around people, you know. Like it's not something that just comes up, but like to be able to talk about it was kind of cool. Um. Just to see the journey that you've gone through. It's you know? a big reason why, like, at least I wanted to make this podcast and, like, why I would, like, join me so much because, like, there are so many, like, interesting topics out there we want to explore. Mm-hmm. But it, there are not really the kind of topics where you just approach someone and be like, yo, like, you want to talk about TikTok for an hour? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. So, like, it's, it's a great opportunity for it. And the fact that we have a kind of firsthand experience with this thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least we know someone that does uh and we're able to share i guess his path to you know it's an ongoing path to huge success but yeah just gotta keep on fighting through it working hard and being consistent and just always you know if if this is something that you truly want to do and truly want to become content creator then you just gotta keep on making it happen and never doubt yourself and never um you know that's why i always tell people not to look at numbers too because like and not to compare themselves to other creators because like you you need time and you need effort to make it happen you know so focus on you focus on your content and definitely one day it can definitely happen all right guys well uh i want to thank you guys if you're listening i want to thank you for listening and please share this page and we definitely have some very very interesting topics coming your way we will be posting again next week and i want to also mention something from our previous uh, episode, you know, keep Lebanon in your thoughts, keep Lebanon in your prayers. They're going through a lot right now. Yeah. We're going to have a link to a organization for you to make a donation. Anything, anything helps. And, uh, you know, we're just, all, we're just trying to spread, spread awareness, but spread positivity and spread stories like, uh, like I am right here. Exactly. And definitely, uh, I, I don't want to use this, uh, your guys' pod- podcast for promotion, but, go ahead and please follow me on my tiktok subscribe to my youtube channel follow me on instagram because i have a lot of funny content coming out and i'm always posting new content so go follow me there and it's at yella guys y-a-l-l-a guys yeah uh again i just i just quickly wanted to say like honestly like how proud i am of you i have man i still i I still remember because like it's always so funny to me i still remember like you one day you just showing up and being like okay i'm gonna be a content creator and it was and i keep retelling the story because it was like it was so crazy it was just like okay cool uh like sure man (laughs) like you do you and and like seeing you just like diving head first into it and 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 you seeing your resili- you, the, the resilience you have to just keep making it out of the love you have for like just making these things and mm-hmm. seeing yourself just and seeing fi- and seeing how you're finding yourself 
through this whole thing in, instead of just like changing who you are in order to please the masses. It, it's actually very, very, very inspiring. And I would be lying to say that like you didn't motivate me to start my own podcast just because of what you were doing. Oh, Joe, that's uh, cool. yeah. actually, that actually means a lot, man. I, I really appreciate it. No, always. That really man. means a lot. <laughs> um, but again, uh, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, Abu, thank you again for being such a great co-host. And thank you, everybody, all of you guys for listening. Uh, please join us again next week on Saraha the Podcast. Again, every week available, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I don't know how many more podcast services there are, but we're there. So wherever exactly. you get your Now podcast. go follow my boys. They got cool content coming out. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care right. and peace. 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 <laughs> Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.